The Seven Rock Life Show is about stories that inspire with people that you will admire. Those that choose to live a life that is victorious, contributing to society and having fun along the journey. Learning to develop new chapters in life, learning from the past, but letting the old stories expire so it gives room for the new stories that you create. I'm your host, Stephen Mazurko. Thanks for tuning in and being a part of the Seven Rock Life journey of changing lives. Enjoy the show. Hey guys, welcome to Seven Rock Life Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Mazurko, and I'm here on a amazing, amazing afternoon. We had so much fun already. I never laughed so much before a podcast. Uh, we have an awesome uh, two guests here. We have Justin Romano and Frank Poglisi, Italiano in France. <laughs> French. Thanks for the accents. No problemo. And uh, <laughs> we're just excited. So their background, give a little background to them. They are the owners of Young Minds, a wellness media company. Uh, Frank has a background with personal training and also an MBA in quality management. Justin is French, which we already spoke about. <laughs> and uh, he's a wellness coach, uh, e-commerce business, developing websites and via social media platforms as well. And he also made a, a website, which we'll get into later, about sloths, which is pretty interesting. But I'm so excited to have you guys here, really. Uh, I've been looking forward to do this because a few, um, you know, couple months ago, I was on your guys' podcast with Young Minds um, Podcast and Nation, and it was so awesome seeing what you guys are creating. But you guys are in for a treat of laughter, of having fun, hearing their stories, and they inspire me. You guys are how old now? 24 and 25. And 25. They are just, um, you know... Updating their software into the marketplace, they're gonna—they're doing great things. And we have some great things to share. So, um, so yeah, uh, let's uh, start it off and get a little back into guys, and uh, we'll start with you, Mr. Frank. What's going on, guys? My name is Frank Puglisi. I am one half of the Young Minds Podcast, a social media company. Uh, basically, my interests, things that have got me into the health and wellness field, have been just deep insecurity as a child, as a young teenager. Uh, basically, going through a couple of hardships and losing things in my life that I really enjoy or thought I enjoyed and trying to sacrifice a lot of the things that I thought I enjoyed to try to achieve a bigger goal, a clearer future. And a lot of that took just uh, introspection and self-reflection that I never was really uh, used to doing because I was really young and just didn't have the hardware. So as time progressed and I went through a bunch of different uh, failures uh, socially, I felt like I was, I was isolated and alone, and I felt like I needed community, so I needed to, to build to myself up. To say that simply, up. he was the fat little kid. I was, yeah, I was the fat was little kid, insecure. and How girls many? didn't like me. Nobody yeah. wanted How to touch me. What's up? How old were you? I was 13. I was on 13. a cruise. It was this pivotal moment. Fat as hell. As yeah. big as you can picture. <laughs> as you can see, you know why they're partners Justin now. Justin <laughs> I met Justin about two years ago. <laughs> so just, to, just so you guys understand. I've seen pictures. Um, yeah, so I was on a cruise ship and I went to do a rock climb wall. And pr prior to the rock climb wall, we did a lot of eating and sitting. So that was my lifestyle. I was very good at that. I was proficient at eating and sitting. <laughs> so, so I went to the rock climb wall with my friend who I thought I was more athletic than, and we went up the medium challenge, the uh, medium difficulty rock climb wall, and my friend made it up to the top, and I was so confident I was going to make it. I got up about three quarters of the way, and my arms were shaking. I couldn't stand it anymore. I was going to lose it, and my adrenaline was spiked. I go, I cannot be less athletic than my friend. There's no way. I'm more athletic. There's no way. 
I was just simply too heavy and out of shape. And that was the moment as I was getting was trigger slowly point. let down. <laughs> just picture I, it, 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 I the lady's struggling. She's, she's like, struggling. oh my God. Was the person going <laughs> up in the so air heavy. as they're trying to pull I, heard, I could have sworn I heard beep. Beep, beep, <laughs> like home beep, as I was coming down, and I was like, "Oh, this is the worst feeling of my life." Like, my, they're all watching. Was there a crew of people watching too? And you're just coming down, like everyone's watching because it was the only rock climb wall in the whole thing. So you got like eight people who are like, oh, "He failed, man. he failed." Yeah, good job, Frank. Good job, good job. And from that moment, I was like, "There's no more snacking. We're done." And that's We're why you're physical specimen. And since now. then, now, since then, up until now, I have tried to work out all the kinks in the in my health related activity related and just personal wellness related fields yeah. um, really trying to wrangle it and so that was your point, breaking point of, yeah, of really huge, shifting and we'll, we'll get into that in detail and, mm-hmm. and what you guys are doing but that's awesome but it's a motivator that will never die out yeah so i'm very yeah. proud and very happy and close with your family as well you know i got to 100%. meet them a couple uh you know a couple months ago and awesome family and you were always tight with them yeah super blessed i mean i can't i can, if i ever complain i should just get a nice uh, unsolicited smack yeah. in the face because I'm very lucky and I'm very privileged. So I yeah, need to no, they they raise a great that. young man. Yeah, thanks, Mr. Justin. A little background to you, so the uh, podcast nation, Seven Rock Life Nation knows a little bit about Mr. Justin Romano. So how I got to be the way I am with fitness, uh, I don't have a chubby story, but I I guess for me, I played so many sports from from the moment I could walk. I don't know what age that is. What is that like? Well, you play hopscotch and tennis. No soccer. Oh, that's cool. Once you right, I you play I league started soccer. like seven because I was just like I, I was like, oh, somebody can push me everywhere. This is great. Why should I even give into walking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. So, whatever. I played from soccer, um, football. I have track, school records. I was on a rowing team in France. Um, gymnastics. I, I so many sports. The list goes on and on. And like I said, I've been playing them since I could walk. So as soon as high school ended, literally as whatever sport I was playing, as that season stopped and I went into college, it went from being active to nothing. Now it's just like, okay, college, you know, study and that's it. So it got me and I felt, you know, I felt like I had to do something. So Mm -hmm. what did I do naturally? I just went to the gym and day by day I was just going, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And as I start seeing results, I'm like, okay, this is, I like this, you know, what is the next step now? which was nutrition because then you learn, Oh, if I, you know, if I eat a certain amount of protein and increase my carbs, I can gain muscle better. Yep. So then I started learning about nutrition and as the years went on, uh, I changed my majors. I can't even, I don't even know how many majors I've changed in college, but the one thing that didn't change was my consistency with working out and little by little, I started falling in love with it. I became a trainer. I started doing social media. I started a couple sports apparel companies some just i started just doing everything that i thought you should do in the fitness industry modeling there's some really weird pictures of me oh, yeah. uh in like underwear just <laughs> flexing and I, just, I don't know dude i was young and i was like this is what we have to do to make it in the fitness industry hey, everybody come to cut right <laughs> dude if i pull up the picture you're gonna be shocked that i even took this anyways i'm um, not shocked at all <laughs> <laughs> one thing led to another and now uh, i'm fully engulfed in it like Frank likes to say, we eat shit and breathe, right? Fitness? Is in that, that order. That <laughs> okay. Yeah. But yeah, so, yeah, but so you guys, now... You, you guys, you come across as you you love what you We embody it. Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. It's not a front. It's not for social media. It's not for advertisement. If I could go 100% anonymous in what I'm doing, 
I'm speaking for myself. Still be happy with it. I would be extremely happy. I don't want to be known to as the fitness guy. I don't want to be known for anything. All I want to be is part of something that's bigger than myself. And I feel like this everybody needs. And it's it's a universal tool. It it has no language barrier. It has no cultural barrier. You're a human being. And at the end of the day, yeah. what we're doing is not for us. But it's just to try to move the society in a, in a way. And this is where... yeah. Our interests and my interests, I, whatever I do every day, I just think, is it good for the, the human being on an objective level? Is it good for them spiritually, physically, mentally? You know, how is this affecting somebody? Yeah. And, yeah. You know, and I'm, it's I'm, unlimited answers. Yeah, I'm excited. We're going to dive into like kind of three main areas with this podcast is like the fitness and the health aspect where everybody's looking to maintain their body and, and get to the next level. And then the brand of how you guys created the brand and the mindset behind the brand, because you guys are so good at branding. And, and in today's world, we can brand better than ever. You know, we were talking about that before. How The simplicity be, behind it. Yeah, it can be created. And what is your brand and what are you doing depending on whatever culture that you're in? And you said something so, um, you know, so important is that I think with both you guys, with your experiences on the rock, you know, rock wall, right? Yeah. Uh, and then uh, it's one of my seven rocks, bro. Is there, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is there pictures? Is there pictures of that? Oh, uh, I, I or go on my Instagram. You'll see exactly the cruise. It was a picture of me in Cozumel, Mexico, yeah, with a sling back. You know exactly what picture oh, that is. But yeah, that's with an arrow pastel. Shirt I, yeah, on. I meant like actual rock double photo. Exit. That would have been fun. Oh no, yeah, no. like you coming down in your face. I'd get PTSD from that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> but I think it's a lot of times you sometimes need to zoom out in life because you're so zoomed in. And you don't get the full picture, right? 100%. And you guys zoom down and you're like, what am I doing with my body? What am I doing with my life? Yeah. You know, and if you listen to this and you're out there, it's sometimes you're so focused where it's like, if you put your finger in front of your eye, all you see is just like, you know, something that's, you know, whatever, uh, the color of your finger. And then you move out, you're like, wow, it's a finger. But if it's close, you don't even know what it is. And I think that sometimes happens in any aspect of life. And that happened in the fitness world for you guys and mm-hmm. making that shift, right? Yeah. No, I literally had to zoom out to see myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like literally, we're so engulfed really in it. Far like on Google Earth, really far like zoom out, <laughs> zoom yeah. out to see myself. <laughs> yeah. So let's talk about you know let's get into some you know content, some detail. Is uh, so you guys connected through mutual friends, right? You know, ended up connecting like that, people you knew. Yeah, sure. Um, and uh, that's how you want to word it. <laughs> we knew. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very close to. Yeah. And but talk about just how you connected, and then young minds, how that all created, um, and how that all started. You know, just the whole young minds nation. Yes. Well, Frank and I dated the same girl. There you go. Right. I just had to say because we <laughs> we we made jokes and it's like people listening might not yeah. know. Okay, yeah. So we dated the same girl. That was our mutual friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I dated her first, of course. You and did. then <laughs> and then Frank, and I told them good luck, right? Because yeah. I knew it was going to be one yeah, crazy we, we trip. We both went to the same gym, right? And just to get let the cat out of the bag, I was like, hey, listen, you know, uh, th- let's let's appro- it was respectful. Let's, uh, let's approach right. the elephant in the room here. Uh, I'm dating the girl that you used to date. I don't know about your dramas, your previous dramas, but I do just want to go up to you as a man and just say, listen, I don't know anything about you. I don't hate you. I don't not. Which I really respect. And I was like, you yeah, know, really respected. If whether this You're matters to you yeah. or not, and it didn't on the the literal level, like, it didn't actually matter. But he was like, yeah, dude, I don't care. Like, totally cool. We dated a while ago, but uh, good luck. And that good luck struck me and just <laughs> tattooed in my brain. He's like, what does he mean? And I was like, what's uh, going to happen? I was like, that was passive aggressive. Okay, whatever. Okay. And then I realized why I needed luck. So we'll just keep it at that. But it was... Uh, but now you guys are connected. But then, yeah. Well, so yeah. then after we broke up... We have a past um, trauma together. Yeah, exactly. You can't, you can't get away from that. It's like brothers who go to war together, you know? Um, so we... 
after that, I get a text from a mutual friend of ours in a group chat with Justin, and he was like, let's start this podcast, because we kind of joked about it. Well, we all loved, the we all loved and listened to the three of us, the Joe Rogan podcast. Yep. Yeah. Right. It's, that was like the inspiration for every podcast. Yeah, it's so deep. It's mm-hmm. incredible. And we like the premise, right? We like the laid back. Um, there's no structure, no scheduling. It's just somebody who's intellectually curious. They have a sense of humor, and they like to interact with people who are either an expert in the field or have share that same passion so we were like let's just get this going like let's have a a dynamic conversation on a weekly basis let's set up microphones let's sit down and just see what we could yeah construct out of so because you guys enjoyed learning you enjoyed just you know upgrading your your programming we enjoyed learning and we apply it we wanted to speak about we wanted to uh, spread the message about how fitness and nutrition is affecting us and optimizing us as humans because we find that a lot of people aren't they're, they're going to other things to try and get fulfillment in life where it's like mm. how about you just come back to the basics what we are as humans focus on that your body your nutrition your mind focus on those three, three things and i guarantee you in life you'll prosper so yeah. we had that message we wanted to spread and uh like he did say young minds was at first three there was three of us we had three mics just like this and we it was a very tough decision but we noticed what was it like 11 episodes in yeah, it was, it was episode 13. Episode 13. Which is funny because, yeah, there was like a statistic that most podcasts don't last oh, yeah, past, 13, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, past 13 episodes. And on episode 12, we were like, um, Caitlin was there. And there was this unspoken truth about our podcast where we're just like, this doesn't flow the way that we wanted it to. Because we were looking on a more intellectual expansion level, right? We want to just be more, find out more, do more. Yeah. And we had somebody who was a great personality, great person, but... His goals had nothing to do with what we wanted, and he didn't embody the same message. And in the beginning, we thought it was going to be more of a bro, fun, you know, just kind of make jokes. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day just, like, have a party-style podcast. Yeah. And just like but then laugh. it turned very real. Like, we, the, the analytics were real. The audience was real. And it's like mm-hmm. they wanted to hear more and learn more, yeah. which which is goes along with the growth-minded, our yep. slogan, growth-minded. And um, that third person, it just didn't work. And it was a very tough decision. But I think it's important when we had a whole podcast about this. I think it was episode 14 when we when yeah. we let him go. He understood it because like Frank said, it was the elephant in the room. Like everyone knew it. And it was very important because sometimes in life, you you if you have a vision that's so strong or a message that's so strong and something's holding you back, even if that person is a friend or family, you might have to not cut it completely. We're still friends with him. But, you know, have a conversation. And maybe put some boundaries and make some decisions. Yep. Because like Frank said in the beginning, it was kind of like a free-for-all. It was kind of um, all over the place. And we really had a strong, strong vision. And how, how do you relate that to life? Because I heard the other day, this was so true, is that you know we can block people on our phones. We can block people on social media, right? And it's not necessarily you have to block people out of your life. But sometimes there's pruning that happens, right? And being successful, creating a brand, sometimes people are just not all about it. They're not like, you know, gung-ho. We, we seek approval from everything and everyone. I always talk about that, you know, my book and a podcast. So like when you started to go on that entrepreneur journey, we talked about it a few weeks ago uh, when we were chilling here with like parents or family. You know, as you go become an entrepreneur, you're going to have people that maybe don't believe in what you're doing. Right? Well, your family is the first one to tell you yeah. not to do something. Yeah. How'd your you, family is the first one so to give you problems. Walk me through. How was it for you guys? What, you know, what were some kind of gaps? I mean, that was pruning you had <laughs> well, to do early on. I mean, my gap just ended. I, um, I literally had to stop talking to my dad for three and a half months and just completely separate myself from him. 
because it was just too much. I mean, I it sounds bad no, it's, on me, but I would have to family, I would have to let's put it let's let me give you an example. Let me put it out there so you, you everyone understands why, right? My dad, everything's perspective. Each person is perspective. If they have a certain viewpoint, you have to think of, okay, how did they grow up? Where did they grow up? So my dad grew up not only in Italy, but in the middle of a mountain yep. in a farmland of Italy. Exactly where, how my dad was, yep. Where he remembers when electricity got there, right? He's only 52. Like, he's not that old. But he remembers when electricity came to the town. And So anyway, his, my grandparents, they still live on that farm. Never had a job there in their life. You grow all the food. They have a massive farm. You have all the animals. When you want meat, you kill an animal. When you want money, you sell the meat. Wow. That's how they lived, right? They grow their own vines, their own olive, make olive oil. Like, dude, my grandma wakes up every morning, 5 a.m., and makes pasta. Mm. And every, at noon, noon on the clock, the villager, everybody (laughs) on the block comes down, and they eat the pasta, and then they, they, everyone naps at 2 p.m., right? So my dad, that's where he grew up. He grew up where hands was, was money. When you work, it was labor. Yep. No such thing as computer, desk job. Like, what? The desk job? What the hell is a desk job? It was work. Work is hands. So then here comes me, right? He moves to this country at 21 for a better life for his family. And uh, I come along and, you know, I'm like, Dad, I'm going to drop out of college and uh, do this clothing store online. He didn't understand. Like, I had a simp- simply had a clothing brand, right? Clothes are online. They sell. The money goes into the bank account. The clothing gets shipped to the person. Nice and simple. Yeah. ABC. He, I remember specifically one day he came up to me and he's like, I just, son, I just don't get, like, how do you make money from this? And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, this is literally talking to a, a farmer. And there's no grapes, there's no cows. Yeah. How are you going <laughs> to make money? Your hands aren't dirty. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, like, you don't understand. I can make money from my laptop. I'm sitting in my room, I could create, I can be creative. And, um, so that was that was in 2015. So now this podcast is only a year old, the Young Minds podcast. And after of so many f- business failures that I had coming up with this podcast, I knew that this was the one and this was going to make it because of how passionate I am about fitness and health. Like this is hmm. this is in line with me. Yeah. So now I'm you it's know, your identity. It's it your is. Gift. And it, I it, speak about that it all the time. Literally is. 100%. It feels organic and natural. It is organic. Like this yeah. is like Frank said, if. If there was nobody watching, I would still be doing this. Yeah. Not podcasting, but the fitness and health, the nutrition stuff. Yeah. So, um, where was I? So, oh yeah. So my father, when I when we heard this, he was just every day just like putting it down, putting it down, putting it down. And this one hurt the most out of all the businesses that I've started because of how passionate it was. And I knew I was like, I have to let this go, even if it's just for like a little bit. I cannot take this anymore because this brand is mine. So. It's only going to grow with as much work as I put into it. Mm-hmm. I have to put in the work. And I cannot be distracted by these outside influences, even if it's family. Yep. So for three months, I had no relationship with my father, which is hard. It's so hard. I'm saying it like it's easy because it's, it's easy no, to I, say it. I've been there. But damn, it was hard. It was very hard. Yeah. But now everything's, everything's a lot better. He actually listens to all our podcasts. And uh, it's so funny. He'll be like, oh, son. And he'll like start talking about what we're talking about. I'll send one, it to him. Just one. That's I'll it. send it to him. Yeah. But that's, you know, it's it's sometimes hard to, you know, prune that person for a season, right? There's certain seasons you have to prune people. And yeah, it would have never been forever. Permanent. Yeah. Oh, no, my, that would be just stupid on my no, part. Because you have to forgive. You have to move forward. But they just don't know. But then when you, you let your feet be louder than your tongue, right? And you go out there and you succeed and you, you show it. 
they it's just exactly don't know what it was. Yeah. And, and we try to, I always talk about this. We try to be victorious in, in our life instead of just remaining peace. And you actually, you did something to become peaceful with your, your dad, where it's like, listen, I don't want to argue. Let me go do my thing. And then you'll get it two, three months from now. And, and that's important. Like I always say, you can't try to explain something. You have to, exp- you have to experience it or you have to see it, right? You always remember experiences with people. You may forget names in life, but you never forget experiences or things that you do. And when it comes out from, no, like nobody believed in Elon Musk and the Hyperloop and SpaceX, but then he went to work. He let his feet be loud on his tongue. He was silent and he let his success silence those that didn't believe, right? But sometimes we post about everything, what we're doing. You know, it's like, I don't need to know, you know, every little thing you're doing. Go out there and crush it. And, you know, and that's what you guys are doing and you're going to be huge and I'm so excited for you guys. Yeah. Um, Frank, you know, with that kind of talking about that, uh, I think sometimes we're, we get addicted to others and, uh, opinions and it's expensing our dreams, right? Mm-hmm. How have you dealt with that in life? Cause I know a lot of people sometimes are so addicted to, you know, what other people think and, and it expenses our dreams. Uh, you know, recently maybe talk about your job and then losing it and now it's pushing you to the entrepreneur world. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So basically with the job that I had before. Um, It was very secure, very um, typical what your parents would want you to do, right? Mm -hmm. So it had its benefits. It had its uh, 401k and it had its time off, all the safeties. But the one thing that was really missing, because that's all great, but the one thing that was missing was passion application. Zero. Nothing. I had no interest in what I was doing. I was just doing it for a paycheck to pay off my schooling and all that. It, It had nothing to do with me wanting to seek higher levels of employment you know, work up the corporate ladder, none of that. Um, originally, when I got into the job, I wanted upward mobility and I wanted to work within the company, but I didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted upward mobility. That's all you knew. That was the box you were yeah. in. I just knew I wanted to grow, right? That I was always growth minded. I just didn't know how to apply it, where to go with it. I was liked fitness, but fitness was for my, my social advancement and it was for how I looked. And then at some point it became how I felt. And once it became, once fitness and health became how I felt, then I knew people need to feel this way because this had nothing to do with what I was doing on the outside. It was just Mm. intrinsic. It was within me. So going into a corporate world, I started to really taper off on my job and started to focus on young minds and the branding. And really just my mindset was like, I don't, I don't need this job. Like the security is not giving me security. It's actually drawing from my dream. It's drawing from my passion. Mm. It's, it's a, it's a, a vacuum. Your of dream my, bank account was getting taken. Yeah, out. you only have so much energy. So to apply it to this this day job that gives you no release, it gives you no release of that passion at all. It's all pent up, and you're sitting. You just you feel absolutely useless for the f- five to eight hours that I was yeah. working. Yeah, and I talk about that in the Summer Rocks of Life. Is that jobs are not bad; they're just lid on it, and that lid, you know, is the dictator of how big you can dream, which is whatever you get paid on that week or two weeks. Did you? Did you always have that mindset or did it shift because of meeting Justin or getting around people like, cause there's a shift, there's a life shift that happens. Where was that life shift? When was it? So I, I've always grown with the idea of security, right? And that was always great. And it worked in my family. It worked very well. We spoke about right? that. Yeah. yeah. So meeting Justin and being kind of in this entrepreneurial setting, I go, oh, here's the road. Here's a road that I could drive on to then achieve that passive income at some point in my life and maybe create a product that actually works for me instead of me working for it. Um, and I always wanted to work hard at something and apply my passion. So this seemed like the avenue to go down. It seemed like a no-brainer. But I had my job and the conflict of having to fill up the two years 
postgraduate in order to pay it off. Um, that's its own story. But I had a time quota by May 2019. I had to still stay with my job and I actually got let go a couple months earlier and that was due to my performance. My performance was trash. It wasn't good. I was just getting by. I was just doing the bare minimum and I got called out on it. Because yeah. we were doing so. the podcast and yeah. you're like, yeah, I think something's going to happen, but no, nothing happened. And then I came in he's like, it's not working anymore. I was like, oh, <laughs> congratulations. Welcome. Yeah. So, I mean, it was an eye opener because what it did was because the pendulum swings in life, right? We yep. usually run from something after we find any, we smell a little bit of fish. We smell a little bit of fear, a little rotten smell. And we're like, what the hell is that? I got to get out of here. And then we zoom the other way. Now. Running the other way just kind of told me, hey, look, there's there's brightness on that side. Go, go, go. The sun is shining over there. And now jumping into it, I feel like there's so much that can be done, right? And I feel like there's so much for me to explore about myself. And I've over the past, whatever, it's been three weeks or so, I've found out more about myself than I, I knew before. And I realized what I know that I want and what I, I seek as a person and I do still have a little bit of that security driving me. Now, my problem was that I was not part of something that was bigger than me. That was my wow. big issue. That, that's Because I had no direction. Point. I was looking into a telescope at the black sky, right, or the blue sky, trying to find something, and I couldn't find anything. You know, I had the equipment. I have the ability. But it's just I don't know where to point the telescope, right, and what to look at. So and, that, was, that was the thing that scared me within these three weeks where I was like, okay, there's no – money doesn't come in just from this, right, just from podcasting, just from – building your brand this way. What are you interested in? How can you apply it? And how can you drive that? And that's been the thing I'm wrangling with the past yeah. couple of... Uh, and if you provide value, weeks. like money simple. I always talk about this. Money will flow to you if you provide value and answers. Mm-hmm. As soon as you stop providing value and answers and you don't have a product and service, money will never flow to you. And you're capped out as an employee because why? Well, you, you, it's hard for you to build a network. It's hard for you to be an influencer. It's hard for you to own a service and product because you work for one, right? And what you said, so... What's interesting is that sometimes in life we have to go down the wrong path is what you need because it's the, it's the thing that's going to help you find the right path. Exactly. Because you know what can go wrong or how it going wrong looks like, like, what that actually looks like. Yeah. And I got to see it. I got to dance with it for a while. And then now I'm actually on my, mm-hmm. you know, I'm on the path you know, out of that. People listening to this, how do you know, like, when is that time to make that shift? Is it like a feeling? Is feel it, it. You, or you, is you it, know it something you know, happens? You know what it was for me? Yeah. Um, once again, with the passion I had for Young Minds and doing this podcast, every single day, I used to work as a as a server, right? And as we went on more and more through this podcast and this media company, every day I would go into work, I would have this feeling of just like pure hatred for being there. Mm. And it would get more and more every week. And I would go in and be like, oh my God, I'm so tired of this place. I'm so tired of this job. And I would think to myself, "This is I'm wasting my time. Sure, it was good money. It was yeah. easy hours as a server, only work nights. But every time I would go in, I would just cringe at my life and be like, I'm wasting my time here when I could be doing so much better things, not only for myself, but for others. And that, that catches up eventually and I just quit. Yeah, and you, there, was, there was a governor on you. <laughs> just nice. You know, like you feel that governor and it builds up more and more and you're like, I'm not going as fast as I want. Yeah. I know I can go faster. Oh, that was it. That was exactly what it was. Yeah. What about, um, I want to talk about two things is fear. Did you have fear? I mean, because that's, that's a big thing is we, we kind of go through these times of our life where we deal with fear with a new venture, new relationship. So have you ever had fear or you just kind of always you believed? You know what? 
because it was such small steps, like we didn't, we didn't, we didn't just dive into the whole thing. Right. So we wanted to start a podcast. So we just bought the cheapest microphones on Amazon mm-hmm. that came with like cheapest. I think <laughs> I <laughs> Toys R Us cheapest. I think, like, yeah, no, literally. Can. I think the microphones were 27 each. And it comes with like the cables, the arms, yeah. everything. Like $27, $27 each. They were horrible, but we oh, use them. Man. We use them for a good, the message a good like 10 episodes. But because we didn't know if we wanted to do it or not. So we just buy these little mics and we start from there. As we progress, we we went a little more, a little deeper, right? A little deeper. We got Then we got the Zoom 6 that you have right there. You know, it's a $400 piece of equipment. So that was an investment, but it wasn't too big where we were scared. But it was small. We week after week after week we built, right? And then we 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 went a little more. We got the program that you're using, the Adobe program. Instead of GarageBand, now we upgraded to Adobe because we felt more comfortable. Sounds better. Adobe. Yeah, Adobe. GarageBand. Adobe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you could well, yeah with the GarageBand. Yeah. Exactly. How about that? GarageBand. It's all about how you say it. <laughs> so Seven Rock Nation If I talk like this Would you <laughs> I mean I'd be like, I'd shut it off <laughs> Thanks Frank Just saying Don't talk like that So you know If you look at it now We have this Big studio space In a gym No jobs And we're working on Three different branches Of Young Minds And If you would have asked me A year ago To look forward And you're gonna have all this And no job Are you gonna be scared mm-hmm. Yeah Oh definitely I would've But the small steps I think is Is You know Vital to to making to, to committing to something, but uh, yeah, exactly. In order for it to be sustainable, because if you jump if you jump ship and everything gets everything falls on you, it's a pla- it's a giant wall in front of you. You have to chip at it foot by foot instead yep. of taking the stairs foot by foot. It's a totally different climb. Hundred you know? percent. And when you don't try to swallow all the pills at once, you know, you take them slow one by one. You you realize that it's not that big of a deal. It's not that hard. It's yep. more. It's hard to think about. Yeah, and I mm-hmm. think fear is, is a made-up thing. It's a story that we tell in our minds. It's false evidence appearing real. Appearing real, exactly. And unfortunately, it sometimes owns people their whole life. It owns you from doing different ventures or going out uh, and pursuing somebody, right? It owns you from maybe even apologizing to a family member or a friend, right? It's that fear of the unknown. But sometimes, you know, one choice in your life can change the whole landscape of your whole future. Hundred percent. Yeah. And the, what you were saying, Frank, with the small steps that we did for this podcast, I, honestly, that that's the building blocks for everything. It's what we use in, in it's for the fitness premise for what we do. I mean, you know, we've talked to you about what how we train people, how we tell people to move forward with their life. It's not, oh, you want to be fit? Okay, you're gonna hit the gym seven days a week. You're gonna go on this crash course diet, and you're gonna kill it. Beast mode. Let's go now. No, yeah, absolutely no. not. Little steps. Wake our, up. Our clients ounces of water. Yeah, I was just about to say this. Our clients, the first thing we'll tell them is, okay, your only task is to buy a big water bottle like this. There's a half gallon and make water your goal, right? Start yeah. with water. That's it. Make drinking water your habit and from there we'll grow. Small steps. There's no fear. There's full commitment. I was just listening to Jesse Itzler. Um, he was with um, one of the Navy SEALs. He, he wrote a book and he was talking about how in his life, he he introduces one new habit a day, uh, a month into his life. So he has 12 new habits a year. So one of those habits could be for the month, drinking a new water. Uh, another habit could be going on a walk in the morning or meditating, right? And if you break it down to small things, I remember one time I cut down eight trees in my dad, dad and mom's backyard when I was a kid. I was just I was just in the mood to cut trees. I don't know why. And Did plus, you get in trouble? 
no, because yes and no, because there was validity to it. It was because I wanted to, the grass to grow. There's too many trees. And the science behind it is you need sun to grow the grass or there's moss, right? Mm-hmm. So, so okay. I cut them all down. My dad was like, oh, good for you. You know, and they were a little worried because of big trees. I'm like, Rang! like the chainsaw. <laughs> it's like, I'm a lumberjack at heart. I don't know why. I love Swinging nature, it. right? But what's so funny is that, and I still remember this like it was yesterday when I cut all those seven, eight trees. My dad was like, good job, Steven. You know, in his Italian accent. Yeah. Very proud of you. Now clean them all up. <laughs> And I'm like, shit. <laughs> and so all I did was, you know, I cut them all up, made them all like into trunks. And it was a lot. I mean, it was like over 100 plus like stumps. I'm like, and he did not help. He's like, you did it. You go clean it up. I'm like, okay, that was a prosciutto, right? <laughs> and what I did is I covered uh, my one side's true story. I covered on my, I put my hat sideways because I didn't want to see all the logs. And I just started to basically start one by one. Right. And if you think about the horses in uh, Manhattan, they are covered because they just, you know, and whether you think it's right or wrong, um, but they're covered so that they don't see to the side and they don't have those blinders on. And I think that's such an important thing to success or building a brand or building a company is that you are extremely focused. Tunnel vision. So much tunnel vision. All you see is you in the picture, you and the quarterback, whatever it is. Right. Mm-hmm. How have you guys, you know, stayed focused and, and you work it on it every day? Right. So what are some things that keep you focused, keep you on track with your goals and your brand and everything that you're doing? Writing it out. We have this big um, whiteboard. Right. And I think definitely having our three branches up there that we're working on just titled up. So we see it every day. And then a to do list, the to do list. That's what I've been using it even before years. I've been using a to do list, just random stuff like laundry. You know, even stupid things like that. Put it to paper. Put it to paper, have it visual, and then having that, once it's done, crossing it out. I don't know why, but that's very satisfying to me. Very satisfying. It, it's You know, it's, it's so funny because I write about that in my book is is that crossing out and that feeling, I got all these things done. Because even, even if you don't do all of them, yeah. but you sit back and you're like, oh, look at this week. You know, I got, I did, I yep. did all those things. It's not your whole list. Mm-hmm. But you could at least look at it and, and kind of acknowledge what you've done so far. Yeah. It completes the loop. And a lot of times when people are looking for like that, that uh, validation or people are looking for a pat on the back, that is the pat on the back. It's the symbolic pat on the back, right? So you're, you're looking yep. at the tasks so that you true. have and as you cut them down, you go, well, no one told me good job, but that is a good job. I got it done. Yeah. It's, it's over. You know, I did that thing that was lingering, you know, and then that becomes its own feedback loop. Yeah. And no, it's so true. You just have to make sure that with your to-do list that it's productivity things, not just uh, busy things. You know, cleaning the car or laundry, that's great. And you need to do those things because you don't want smelly clothes, right? But then you have productivity in your life um, and then you have productivity producti- productivity you in, I, I can do it, <laughs> productivity in your um, kind of, you know, day-to-day stuff that you need to do around the home. And we get caught up sometimes in that and we think we're like, like social media filler is a huge thing I talk about. I know the past couple of projects, past couple of months, you can do literally three years of work in three months, four months with intense focus, right? And and we talked about this before, how the human brain and mind is so capable of, you know, containing so many, so much wisdom and learning things. Talk a little bit about that with you guys, because I really do respect both of you guys. You're on a cutting edge. You're always on, you really have young minds. Not only are you young, but you have young minds, right? Mm-hmm. So um, how, what is the capable brain you know, what is the brain capable of? Simple. Well, simple concept is that our bodies are in a perpetual state of adaptation, 
Right. So from right now until when I go home, there's going to be something that I do that is either cut into my brain through routine or through past experience that I got used to doing, whether I intended to do it or not, it's, I'm used to it. Right. And the reason why I be, it goes on autopilot is because I do it so often. So anything that you do often becomes easier for you. Right. So the brain just follows what you do. So if you sit at a desk all day and you do mundane tasks, you, you're you committed to maybe seven big tasks for the most productive eight hours of your day. And you continue to do that. You become proficient in those tasks. They lose their their shock value, that excitement value. And you train yourself without intending to. You train yourself to be sedentary. If you sit for a long time, for example, your body says, oh, I, this person, this this body wants to sit in this position with their hips tucked back, yep. right? And shortening our, our uh, hip flexors, right? Getting tight around the hips. Your body tightens that tissue so that you could be more proficient in sitting. Meanwhile, our goal, our psychological goal is to get out and move and be more fluid and have more range of motion in our legs and to feel better. But we start developing back problems. Why? Because we're compressing our back. Our back starts to compress itself because it doesn't want to keep pushing on the, the tissues in between, right? It just, it, it conforms to that. We roll forward. Our body actually adapts to what we do. So the brain hmm. is so complex wow. yet so simple. But its complexity is that it runs all these scripts in the background to make us more proficient at the things that we do constantly, whether we want to or not. And these are like algorithms. It's an algorithm for, exactly. That's for how our the body. brain operates. And it's very odd because we don't know this consciously. But if you understand that concept, then mm. changing a habit is as simple as something small over the course of a long period of time. And then you could actually hack the brain. Yep. You could hack the body. It's interesting because when I first started, you know, you're a snowboarder, right? Yeah. Frank. You're not, not me. unbelievable. I did it once. No good. My whole butt was bruised. Dude. Yeah. Oh my God. But I remember because I was just away when I first started. I mean, it's like you're not trained. Your mind, your body's all out of loop. Now it's like we were just going 50 miles per hour this past weekend. It was so much fun. We got to go. But um, it's uh, you start to just kind of program yourself and and what you're accepting. Because you know when people say, I just don't have time. Uh, I'm just so busy. You know how much um, we hear that? Yeah. Being trainers. I don't have time to work out. Oh my god! No, you god. do. It's called. I don't have wake time up to at six thirty. So when someone who tells me they don't have to cook, it's like, oh, you don't have time to do the one thing that you need to do to survive. Yeah, like to Game of Thrones is on eating. Like you can't You're just there. eat. Yeah, you know? it's tob. Yeah. It's transfer of blame. It's yeah. exactly what it is. Exactly. Right. So, you know what else? I mean, whether it's you, Justin, or Frank, like the mind. What is the mind really capable of? Because you guys have some great science and just kind of you know things that I don't. I'm still learning. What have you learned with your kind of walk of just nutrition, health? You know, the body, it's capable of anything as much as that is a cliche, it's capable of anything. But a lot of your preconditioning has to do with how you were brought up. Right. So what yep. you were allowed to do, um, you know, what was who tied you down? How did they tie you down? You know, your brain is setting free. Right. As a kid, it just it, everything is cool. Everything is is uh, very attractive to you. You know, going outside when it's really cold doesn't matter. Like my nieces, for example, today I was at my house and uh you know, uh, my mother's watching them and they run outside and I was like, what are they doing? It's so cold out there, but they're just looking at everything. They're looking at the snow. They're picking at the snow. They, they're so open to everything. Their curiosity just runs, 
flows like a river. It doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. And then you have her, which is a perfect example of this construct. So, get inside. It's cold out there. They're, so true. They're doing little science experiments. But if you, they, if you let them just do that and you didn't confine them to any of your standards, granted, yes, their safety is in is uh, something you want to focus on. But if you just allow them to explore, maybe those little critical moments could have been the things that set off this cascade of positive events where they have this positive feedback loop from what they're doing. And they say, oh, every time I explore something new, I find out something new and I love that exploration process and I'm going to continue doing that. And as they do that, it's, it's something that you, if you stunt, you're actually, you're, you're pinching the fire. You, little flame that they started the match. You said two things that are so, and we're I want because I wanted to cover this, so that's really good that you said that. Um, first thing is, and I could be wrong with this, isn't it more dangerous to be inside because there's bacteria compared to being outside in the open? I, you know I, the don't, wanna, I don't want to conclude that, but um, no, a lot I of people wouldn't. say that you get more sick in the winter because you're closer together because you're always inside. But I yeah. don't think that's I think that's horseshit. There's so honest, many other factors nowadays. It's, it's a lack of vitamin D. It's being sedentary, not expressing yourself, not getting enough movement. There's just so many cycles and patterns that we yeah. go through. And it could be then the mixture of being inside closer to people. But I don't think that that's the case. And, How, um, and to continue on and with, hot and cold therapies actually promote your resilience. Yeah. So like sauna or cryotherapy. So being cold outside and suffering from being outside in the cold is not something that's going to make you susceptible to illness. No, yeah. it's not at all. What's uh what's that guy uh the frozen guy Wim Hof uh, Wim Hof yeah yeah he can he does like, like breathing exercises under that pressure so that you could constantly wrangle your brain and he's keep a great example of being able to just resilient. see what the resilient in your mind Navy SEALs do it too yeah. with what they've done and go through <clears throat> you gonna say something Justin just yeah I, I was gonna add on to the how powerful the brain is and I think the coolest story that I've heard to date is about the placebo effect right mm, we yes. all know about that yes yes so they just did or I don't know if they just did it but it was pretty recent this study with a bunch of people who had knee pain, right? Knee pain, and they all needed surgery to fix it. So half of the group, they cut them open and did the knee surgery, right? The other half, they cut the knee open and just sewed it back up and didn't do surgery. Wow. But they told them, oh, your surgery is good. You're recovered. Uh, You know, start walking in a couple of days. You're going to go to physical therapy. Guess what the percentage of people who had pain was? Zero. Both sides. Oh no one gosh. had pain. That's crazy. The brain said, oh, I had knee surgery. Look at the scar. I don't feel pain anymore. This is great. Thank you, doctor. Meanwhile, they did nothing. I believe it, yeah. They cut the skin and sewed it back up. I believe it. That's crazy. That's how powerful the mind is. Anything we think is is feasible. It's confirmation bias. I think it's sometimes very... we pollute our own bodies. You know, 100%. we give our own, ourselves our own diseases. When you say, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I, I love Caitlin, my girlfriend, but she says that a lot. She goes, oh, I can't do that. And I'm always like, babe. What are you talking about? Caitlin, stop that. Yeah, she's going to listen to this. She does a lot. She goes, oh, I can't do this. Oh, no, I can't do that. Or she'll she'll give a little cute excuse. I'm like, babe, mm -mm, don't you give me that. We sent people into space and you're telling me you can't just talk to this person. Yeah. So... So people listen right now, you had to give three things that you do to train your your brain to be that way, you know, out of the many things you can do, but three specific things. What do you guys think those three things are, you know, that you can train your brain to become better and more efficient? Physical activity yep. is a big one. There's a huge, I know people disconnect muscular system and your thoughts, but everything is together. There's actually um, a lot of studies that show physical activity and you know blood pumping, um, cardiovascular system, it all influences your brain and how fast everything goes, your mood, your endorphins, all of those. So physical yeah. activity is huge for brain health. Which I, I like I said, I know people don't connect those two, but they are connected. You're one body. Oh yeah. That's why it's a rock, yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, you're absolutely connected. 
Um, another thing that I would focus on, I, I wouldn't say just specifically fitness, but I mean, it all encompasses, right? So your nutrition is huge, right? So these are your fitness, nutrition, your wellness. If you want to look at just your human your body, intake. that's one thing. Yeah. yeah. So like what you're, you're doing to your physical body. Um, I think that that's extremely important as well. Um, but then just the feeling of accomplishment from that alone is enough to spring you forward. Um, so you asked for three things. Would Can you say also, I know for me, uh, personal growth, like, like meditating, reading things, uh, controlling the content that goes in. I know that I grew up, uh, well, from 19 years old to now, no TV in bedroom. Uh, I don't believe in cause I'm, I control the content that goes in before I go to bed. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big thing because we have news we have negative even the news feed i like when people say my news feed is like terrible i'm like you know you can unfollow people or unfollow things i say that all the time i was like because you can make your social media positive if you want it's completely you it's called blocking or unfollowing that's right so so i think that's a third thing so yeah. Can you go over the question again? So just I got caught up. How, I got caught up you, in fitness. And I was hey, like, Shoot. "Hi, my name is Frank. Can this I, is Center Rock Life Nation." One more time. <laughs> just hit me with the question one more time. One more time, somewhere. please. <laughs> I'll give you some quality. Yeah, we had we we had so, one more fun. We had. I was laughing so hard before uh, we started this. My cheeks are. I was me, Steve. Can you tell me the question again? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's how do you train uh, your shit. brain? So we talked about physical activity. You said activity. three things. You said yep. three things, and for what? For how do you train your brain? Okay, yeah. Yep, physical activity, the intake of your body, mm-hmm. because if you feel good about what you're eating, because if you work out but don't don't eat the right way, it's no good, right? Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is the intake of the things that you're reading, listening to, things that you're looking at, yeah. right? I know if I watch a movie that's negative or like something that's not positive, I'll have to look underneath my bed be, to make sure that there's nothing underneath there, like a scary yeah. movie. You know, like yeah. it, it really goes into your brain. You know, call no, me a little wimp, but it's, it's just like, what's under my bed? So, yeah, so the only reason why I asked for the question is I needed the context. So, at night, you're saying to put positive things into your brain, right? For me, one of the things I was going to say, and I just forgot and it left my brain, was being able to sit alone you must with have really you good brain function. Yes. Yeah. But being able to sit alone. Explain that more. So yeah. That's so important. So to have quiet time, right? So we're constantly, and a lot of people, if you have a lot of stress, you have family, kids, or you have your job that's really stressful <clears throat> or something external that's really bothering you, you start the day off with that already preconceived notion that today is going to be a rough day. You're already in the negative zone and as the day goes on you have these events and they continue to pop up and pop up and pop up and you're always approaching a task or a problem um that's only one side of the equation then there's another side which is the rest and digest side of the equation and people really don't focus on that right we're always in a they call it the sympathetic mode where we're fight or flight we're always moving yep acting, so true or, yeah or reacting and then we never follow up with quality sleep or alone time we just say okay well i'm done i gotta put my brain on the shelf now i'm done here let me consume tv let me consume something let let's point the arrow towards me now instead of me pointing the arrow out but instead, you should be pointing kind of like the recycling arrows to yourself and kind of go through everything. Instead of it going one way, it should be this full system thought process where you start with your thoughts, you reflect on the day, then you come up with possible outcomes or possible ways to alleviate the pain and the pressures that you're feeling and just do that internally. Yeah. You need to take time out to not consume or not produce and just sit there and veg in your own thoughts. Yeah, and the I said this on a few podcasts ago, I think with, with Kenny, was that the enlightened person is the person that the earth goes around them. They don't go around the earth, mm-hmm. meaning that you're, you know, you're, you're truly in the moment. I know when I go away or go skiing or if I meet with somebody, it's like 
I want to be in a moment where when I was with my brother this past weekend, we were in a moment with like the snowflakes coming down, being in the woods, hearing the wind. And we literally just, we climbed up a a black mountain because they closed that area. And we just climbed up. We just sat there. We meditated just for like three, four minutes. And the Zen, like, I was like, listen to everything around us. And you develop this peace and you become so much more efficient in your life. When you take that self audit, when you turn things off, because we sometimes have too many external things coming into us internally. And then we are not thinking the way we want to think. That makes sense. A hundred percent. And I also like to think uh, on top of all that kind of encompasses everything together. Remember that we are a primitive life species. Uh, life mm. species. Dude, remember that yes. we're going to bring up evolution. That's yeah, just so remember that, that yeah. we're an animal. Ultimately, we're an animal. Although we have, you no, know, animal. we have iPhones, we have houses, we control our temperature and our climate. Think about how crazy that is. Every animal out there on the planet has to so deal true. with their their external environment. They have to deal with the weather, the rain, mm-hmm. the sun, they're all, they're all the temperature. Mother and Nature's all, beautiful. They're man. all equipped, they're all and equipped. they all have practice and a culture around that. Wow. And now today we've so you, true. your house is literally a, a a vacuum from the outside world and you control how you in, interface with and the world. And we never evolved here. like this. Never. Human species never. We have fluorescent lights, artificial this, screens. We've never been consumed by so much stuff like we are now. Yeah. We've always lived peacefully. You work, you you farm, I mean, right? Or even before that you hunt, you gather. And then there's time to just sit around the fire and hang out with the with the family, the community. We yeah, don't have that I, anymore. Community's gone. I talk about in my book. There's a book, Wild at Heart, and I always speak. And there's three things, especially for man. There's a woman aspect. I forgot what it is, but every man um, wants to be in nature, wants a battle to fight, and a woman to find. Oh hell yeah! That that's us. Sounds you know? epic. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously, sign me up. Yeah. yeah. Right. You know, but it's we've gotten so far away from what really how we operate. And what you said is so true, Frank. That's that's right on point, and, and I love that. And we seek happiness in a different template. Like we're in this template right now. We just don't fit in it. We don't, and mm. we're trying to be like, oh well, maybe maybe I'm not doing the right diet. Maybe I'm not doing the right diet, right? Not even we're chasing happiness. Right we all want we all want the quickest, fastest thing because we're we're adapted now to that, right? So it's like if it's not. The internet slows down. We're pissed. If you know, oh like if I have to wait a couple of minutes for my food to come from the restaurant, I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. If if they don't have my grass fed steaks at Stop and Shop, I'm livid. Like that's now my issue. And you know, like why our stresses have gone that that gap between like life and death has gone so has gotten so much bigger, right? So it's not that anymore. Now it's just like preference, and now our preferences are the things yep. that kill us. It's- I was writing about that the other day. How like some of our life issues, like if you listen to especially Western culture and American culture, our issues of like, oh my gosh, you know, um, I don't have cooking oil or I forgot the almond but- buttermilk or whatever it is, almond milk, right? And you get in an argument about yeah. forgetting the almond. The dumbest almond stuff. Butter. You stole my cannoli, whatever it is, right? <laughs> and then you go to like an African tribe and you're like in their middle of nowhere, South America or wherever around the world and you tell them your problem. They're going to be like, we're fighting for our life and we have tigers trying to eat us every night in our in our in our village. But did you ever realize that they're happy? Yeah. They're very happy because they have community. Yep. They have communication and they have a tribe. Yes. They are together. And as human nature evolving, mm. being together is, is what we do. That's why people find so much joy in, in joining a gym where it's community. You know, you're like, yes, this is it. I love this place. Yeah, and or you have joining a, a Facebook page where everyone has the same opinions. Yeah. You're like, this is my community. I finally found it. You you said a right on point, both you guys. Can you can you actually talk about community? Because I think that's a big thing is knowing what community is good for you. Because so there's let, some communities that are good and some that are not good for you. So 
And I'm not going to, I'm, I'm going to end it very quick, but I'm going to go political for a second, right? So we have a giant divide in our country, right? So we have your red and your blue. We have your left and your right. They're, they're so easily chunked. It's us versus them, right? And everybody's subscribing to a team. And if you're not wielding the American flag with the blue stripe, yeah. you're not for this country. And if you want equal women's rights, you hate America. It's like there's no fine line in between. There's no individuality. A lot of people want community. So they subscribe to one way and they sacrifice a lot of their morals and a lot of their ethics for that community. And that shows how strong that drive is because you're just sacrificing kind of your individuality. For the group because you find evolutionarily it made sense right so if we had invaders come in right and our group were invaded we would want to make sure that we came out on top somehow we had to work together there was teamwork you don't just fight the battle alone you know you don't just have a, a powerful Instagram handle and then you're successful mm. that's not how it worked back in the day we weren't set up for that we were set up to work together and have a stake in the game everybody yeah. had there was the shooter there was the, the so guard the guy with the guys with the uh, think about like Sparta watch those movies it's like the people with we the are shields Sparta. you had the shields in the front you had the archers in the yeah. back you had the but guys the with one the guy spears. that couldn't lift his shoulder that was a you know a crutch to the rest of the 300 crew yes mm-hmm. and yes. And they said, listen, go back. There's a role for you, but just not this role. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Know? And you had a place in your community. There was actually, you had a stake in your community. So wow. that made sense to be part of that community. Today, mm-hmm. it's kind of just identification and there's social equity. Well, today it's it. like if someone goes, I want to be part of that community, but they just can't fit. Like it just won't work. For example, that that guy you just said who can't lift his, sol- his yeah. shoulder. So you're going to jeopardize the soldiers. Yeah. So it's like, okay. Do something else. Fun, you know, yeah, there's well, plenty of things. For you. But now it's like if someone says, I want to be part of that community, we all have to go, oh, yeah, no, he's good. She's good. Yeah, yeah. you're welcome. Come in. And it's just, but it's it all. Be, it could be a disease to the organization. Yeah. You know, yeah, whatever it is. And, you know, and what you said is is right on point is um, is when you have these communities, we love communities as people, right? There was something you said going backwards like five minutes ago about having fun in kids. When I look at my niece and, you know, and I look at just kids, uh, when you're having like kids are amazing because they're creative they love seeking out like kind of uh adventure adventure and they love fun they seek it out they want to have fun right Mm -hmm. as we get older we stop seeking out those things we start seeking out gossip drama you know things that we don't enjoy right Mm -hmm. so if we just keep on being that kid that's why when you get around kids why do you enjoy it it's pure innocence. It's open. It's, it's opening. It's adventure. It's like it's your core. It's your core. Like we have a light that shines from within us, right? Let's let's call it that. And our we get calloused. So it's like as if we were yep. we were a glass figure and there's a light in the middle. It's just constant fingerprints on the glass. And slowly that light kind of diminishes. And at some point we start painting our glass. And then you can't see the light anymore. We make these hard line nose. Like, well, think oh, of, no, think I can't of, travel. Think why. Think of what we do to kids, right? You have that kid who's energetic and adventurous fun mm. and then what do we do once they get to Plug school it's like okay Adderall. you're gonna sit here right you have all that energy no no sit don't move and if you move and make a lot of noise i'm gonna send you to the principal office and we're calling your parents so true you're gonna sit here for five six hours and you're gonna listen and memorize everything i say and that's it that's all you're gonna do and literally and, and just like you said frank if they move too much over and over again keep getting sent to the principal 
uh, give him some pills. Give him some Adderalls. Give her yeah. some Adderalls. We're in, a, we're in a prescribing world, not preventing world. And and you are killing. You're creating that adult that looks at the kids and goes, oh, "Remember when life was that easy? Remember all that joy? Like, no. That, wh- no. Yeah, you have your joy. Where'd yeah. they go? That didn't go anywhere. You took it away from you yourself. Just, you did. You did. Absolutely. And that's just another lifestyle thing that that we promote. You know? And with ADD, I mean, yeah, there's some validity to certain situations, but at the end of the day, a lot of times it's because you just don't capture my attention, which is why I have ADD. And you know what's a great thing I heard? Um, yes, ADD and medicine, some of it is is needed, 100%. Yeah. I'm not shooting that down. Yeah. But it is definitely overprescribed, mm-hmm. highly overprescribed. And this crazy, I don't know where I heard this from, but it clicks. The little kid who has ADD, right? So he has a lot of energy. He moves. He's, he's, he's constantly going, 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 wants to have tasks, right? He needs to do something. That kid... If you would have went back in history to to where how we evolved, he would have been the tribe leader. Yeah. He would have been the one, the hunter. That's the so one who's true. always going, the one who's on top, the one everyone praises. Yep. But now we've completely switched wow. that and we medicate that. We're like, oh no, 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 no. You can't have this much energy. That's so true. Wow. So I heard that and up. it clicked. I was like, oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. This is true. <laughs> Think about that. Yeah, we those, completely the, shut it down. Those are the people that are creating so much stuff in the world, mm-hmm. right? They would have been, to- but now they're now they're just suppressed. You told me a Lego story upstairs. Yes. Right? Can you tell Seven Rock Life Nation about the seven <laughs> about the seven <laughs> the, the seven Lego the, the Lego world? Right. Real quick, yeah. So what story. was the question you asked me that led me to that story? Um, I said uh, we were talking about limitations of life, and then you say, you know, I have a story about Legos and the age. Oh that yes, was on yes, it. yes. So you you asked about limitations, and was there ever a, a pivotal point where you saw like, oh, I can do more than yes. I was told, right? Yep. So what came to my mind first, because this is the earliest memory I have of something like that. I was seven and for either my birthday or Christmas, I can't remember what it was, but I was, I loved Legos, loved Legos. I mean, I would build things and then take it apart and I had this massive uh, container, container like five foot by four and just all random Legos and I would just build, build, build. And... I remember for whatever holiday it was, I got this Star Wars spaceship. I don't know Star Wars, so I don't know. There's probably some name to it. Um, and on this on Legos, you know how it always says the age group. Yep. So this one said 11 to 14 years old. Like that's the age group to build. It's very complex. And I was seven. And I thought nothing of it. Obviously, I'm not thinking of that. I'm like, cool, I'm going to build this. And I build it in a couple hours. Perfect. Hmm. And once again, I thought nothing of it. But... I remember my parents, you know, as a parent, when your kids do something amazing, you're like, yeah, look at my son. Look at him go. He's, he did this and he did that. So they were doing that for this, this Lego set. And I was, I didn't, once again, back then thought nothing of it, but now thinking about it, it must've like, it hits me like, look, there are no limitations. Yep. Like who's to say that you have to be 11 to 14. I was seven and did it. You know, it's I'm not, I'm not anything special. I'm not this crazy genius. Not at all. But those limitations, they can they can hold you down. And that was a little win that to this day is I everything else in your yeah, life. I remember that. Wow. Yeah. Shout out to all my Connects people out there who oh. didn't mess with Legos, by the way. What about Tamagotchi Must pets? have been for the fatties. Ours <laughs> <laughs> uh, were way more efficient, actually. So Connects was more efficient? More efficient, yes. We used structure. Uh, we used geometry. You used just brute force and mine, stacking. Legos look real. Connects versus holy. They're bricks versus my everywhere. steel. Yeah, so whatever. like we had steel beams. You used like cement. Next weekend, your Connects against my Legos. <laughs> 
ton. <laughs> <laughs> what about Hungry Hungry Hippo? Dude, Hungry... Don't Wake Daddy. Yeah. Remember that game? That was the most anxiety-ridden... I was so scared. I was so scared. <laughs> I've never played in my life. I was like, when that guy pops up, I'm freaking out. That's I didn't even want to play. I was just uh, Pogs. Pogs was another one. They flip a little thing with Pogs. You remember that? Pogs? I remember that. What is a Pog? Oh, I'm old. You're showing your age, man. Oh, God. crapper. Um, <laughs> Dig it back. I don't yeah, know, Pogs. Yeah, no, this, this is good stuff, and I hope you guys are enjoying this. This is really good stuff. Um... You know, a couple more things is, you know, in today's world, like internal love and external love, right? Um, sometimes we we need uh, to be uh, valid. I guess we need validation from other people to give us love instead of our love coming from us in externally, right? Oh, hands down. That's the you know, self-love. You know, which I need is likes on exactly. That's what that is. Can you guys talk about that? Because I think some of the biggest issues in today's world, like your guy's age, you're 24, 25 years old. What are some of the biggest issues? And I know that's something that I've worked on in my life. I'm very transparent with that and open. Approval from everything and everyone. And then except, you know, getting approval from you and from your higher power, your God, the universe, whatever you believe in. So talk about self-love, uh, internal kind of love, and then external love coming from in you and out. Why that's so important. Gotcha. Um, I mean, if you want to relate it to social media in any way, uh, today, the younger generation, we have an easier platform to potentially be granted that approval, right? So getting likes on Instagram is very easy. It's a double tap. It's a validation and it means one thing and one thing only, right? I've been accepted. My, what I put out there was accepted. Now back when you didn't have social media, you never had that short sighted approval. You never had it at, you know, in your pocket. Um, and no one complimented you just to compliment you. It was, oh, you did something. Here's a compliment. And then the reason why you did something was because you wanted to do it. There's a reason why you did it, right? So people saw that you acted on your own to do something, and that's admirable. Today, if they follow you, which is a very easy chance that people could follow you, and they know you and they respect you, they send you a like. And then you start approving that. You start uh, seeking that approval yep. over time. And then it diminishes your introspection and how you kind of look at who you are and what you're producing. And you say, well, I could get these easy hits. Yep. It's like selling, you know, knives door to door. You know, they're not necessarily special knives, but I'm just selling something and I'm getting money. And so this this is working. So I'm just going to keep doing this. You're not developing a product and actually doing the R&D and creating an Apple product where it's like i'm not going to make money now but later down the road it's going to make me money so the same thing the currency of approval is not is something that you need to work on and not get the approval right away but work on it internally so you have to show yourself love first yep really understand who you are get grip who you are and then it shows the world because if you people have people feel it yeah if you have that power within you and you really do respect yourself yeah. it'll show on the outside and you will get the approval from the other people without seeking it if you're seeking it then that just become we see it you're a salesman for approval yeah and i when i first met you guys i can you know we all have our our inner things that we have to work on but when i get around you guys first time and it's so funny how i forgot to explain how we connected i met that girl right and then ended <laughs> up was on a plane found out about you we connected on social media, we stayed in touch, we went to get a workout, and now, you know, we're here, and we're building a great friendship, and um, I think you guys like me, I like you, you guys are cool, yeah, you know, right. we can we're be still friends. We're debating about it. Debating, yeah. yeah. I'll go through, a, vet- I'll go through a vetting process to That's make fun, sure yeah, I keep yeah. We're keep waiting for your Instagram to pop back up so we could yeah. scroll and kind of yeah, yeah. see who you are on yeah. Instagram. And when you're writing a book, <laughs> <And> then, man, <laughs> it's intense, <laughs> all right? Seriously. So, I'm real. It depends um, on how many likes you have. Yeah. It's our quote. How many followers and everything. Oh, so you're the type of person that needs internal or external environment. I need help with my internal. I see that. Yeah. Now you got off track of what I was trying to say, Mr. Frankie. Unbelievable. But you got to know us. 
you met us. Yeah, you guys were just genuine. You're real, you know. And and when you get around people that just they glow from the inside out, you want to be around them. They captivate you. They're a magnet, right? And you have to be anchored in your roots. You have to be anchored with who you are. Sometimes we don't have the anchor down, or if we do have the anchor down, it's like an anchor that is like a rope that is really thin instead of a strong rope, right? Mm-hmm. What about you? How have you anchored your identity, anchored your life, your love? Of- it, it, I mean, it sounds cliche, but literally, once again, fitness and health has completely anchored me as a human because that is, like I said before, it is your basic, like if you take down what is a human, boil it down, get rid of car, phone, house, friends, family, like what is a human? It is a body, what's inside the body, and what's what you think of, right? Yep. Those three things can be strengthened and rooted down strongly with physical activity, nutrition, and your mental state. And I, I just, this goes right back to it. Strengthening those things has rooted me to the person I am today. And I mean, it's as simple as that. It doesn't even go any deeper. And I just talked about this and, you know, I wrote this down in the book the other day and it said uh, how if the only thing that defines you is your money, what you own, or even just your physical, you know, specimen or your, your body, it's important, right? To an extent, certain things. But but what are you, if, if you took off those things and you got things out of your life, if you weren't, say, you know, the way you look or if you didn't have that body, what inside you would you be? And I think that's such a deep thing sometimes is that we're, we're, we forget to build that inner self, right? Mm-hmm. And we, can, we only rely on the outer things, not the internal things of or really, what, are you a genuine person? Or do you go out of your way? You know, are you respectful? Do you, do you love people no matter what? Um, you know, do you, do you cheer people on? Like the whole, you know, Seven Rock Life is about, you know, st- uh, stories that inspire with people that you admire. You know, I admire you guys for your age and what you're doing where a lot of guys, they're, they're not that way. You're always looking to grow and more and more. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's exciting. Like we should be, like we said, Western culture is like competing instead of completing each other. You should be like, hey, I'm rooting for you on. Like, I want you to crush it this year in your business and Young Minds podcast and everything that you're doing because I believe in people buying to the, the people first, not the organization. The organization is second, but the people, the person they buy into the most. You know, and I'm totally bought into you guys and what you guys are doing with that. And I generally mean that. And, you know, and that's um, that's exciting for you guys in the future. And I know you're going to crush it without Thank a doubt. Thank you, man. Really Thank you. Um, what about, you know, a couple more things is branding in today's world, right? Today's world, people ask, hey, can I have a business card? But in social media, you know, that's kind of like your business card, right? How do you properly brand yourself? And not everybody can have their own brand. It's just not meant for everybody, right? Because the thing is your brand, you have to really love it. Like you guys love Young Minds uh, Mindset, right? And because you believe in it, it's a story. So talk yeah. about branding and story. Well, if you want to talk technically, like mm-hmm. how do you start a brand? A is the idea. Of course, you have to have the idea and it has to be passionate. But then there's simple things where there's small steps and you don't have to invest a whole bunch, a whole lot of money. So if you go back literally only 10 years ago, you'd have to pay $6,000 for a website You'd have to pay a massive amount of money for a marketing team, for newspaper ads, and or not okay, more than ten years ago. Then I'm, yeah, it's 2020, 2019. Anyways, yeah, you get no. the you get the gist. It's true, yeah. So nowadays, if you're looking to start something with a brand, there's simple things you could use, like a Shopify site, very easy to use, a Wix site, very easy to use, right? And then let's say you want clothing. There's th- companies such as Printful, third party uh, shipping logistics company, where you can easily I made this mistake when I started my first performance 
um, apparel company, we bought $30,000 worth of clothes and we had those clothes in our possession. Oh, wow. So we had that much overhead, right? And we were young. I was, I was 19. And so I made the mistake of having those items and having that overhead when the brand wasn't even made, right? So nowadays, if you have an idea, you can kind of implement it and push it forward a little bit and see mm-hmm. if it'll catch with other people. See if it's really what you want to do. So Shopify with Printful, you can make, um, teach yourself things like Photoshop. Photoshop is very useful when you make logos, you make products. Um, it's it's complicated, but we have YouTube. We have the beautiful tool of YouTube where it's not just funny videos. Just you the other day, I had things. an issue with the audio. Yeah, I wasn't like, able to text you back and you text me it. and you're like, never mind, I YouTubed it. That's how I learned a lot of my Photoshop stuff. That's a challenge about a school system. College was created because we needed to relay information because we didn't have exposure. We had encyclopedias back in the days. So we would go to college for three, four years to share information and ideas and knowledge to each other. Right? Now it's all right here on your now, laptop. Now, that's why I think school should be six months, a year, if that. I mean, depending on what you go for. It should be for your major. It should be a major. year of YouTube. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it should be just no, a should, yeah. It should be specifically. No, yeah, and there's certain things you need to 100% go to school for, but it was created for the industrial age way, not the information age way. The yeah. blockbuster yes. age way is expired. Oh, I agree so yeah. much. We are in the Netflix digital way, Uber way, and middlemen is where money's being made. I remember I started my e-commerce business when I was 20 for a couple hundred bucks in my dorm room. And then, you know, was doing, you know, hundreds of thousands a year for my dorm room. And that's the power of the internet. So there's a lot of different models and different, you know, platforms. You just got to figure out what platform is going to, you're going to enjoy and, and which one fits with your story. Yeah. And don't forget also when you're doing all this, Instagram is free. Facebook is free. Twitter is free. Utilize them. Learn how to get the most activity from them if you want to build a brand. And make sure that throughout all these um your website, your social medias, everything, the brand image of what you represent is consistent. It yeah. has to, because it's, it's so the same easy. as your offline. Yeah, because it has to be consistent offline. with, you know, the message has to be your life, because otherwise it's not believable. And you see through that on Instagram when someone's just fake. You know, it's it's so boring. It's so animated yeah. and, and just like. Yeah, and that's exactly what I struggle. I was going to. Uh, when I was going to speak, I was going to talk about that exactly. Wait, you're speaking. So. When I was going to speak, yeah. So now I'm <laughs> Go going to speak about it. <laughs> so I have this, this is what I deal with on the daily. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, I'm basically social media illiterate, right? And my issue is that I do not know how to stage my appearance. I just don't know how to do it because you I'm do, so... Man, no, you do good. I think you're hard on yourself. If I didn't have you around, I'd be horrible at Aww. it. Because you take... No, but honestly, if I have any good Justin quality Justin is the pictures, smartest person at this table. Yeah. I will 100% agree with For that. social media. Yeah. Not, For, not, definitely not, social yeah. media. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Um, but... Honestly, though, because for me, when I look at social media, I go, all right, so do I have to like flex on here? And a metaphoric flex. Like, do I have to do my best thing and capture that and then put it on social media so that people can look at me and immediately not give me the affirmation? Because my goal is not affirmation, but my goal is to build a community of people who are like minded. How do I attract people who are like minded? When I see somebody with their shirt off or if I see them flexing in a picture, I don't I'm not attracted to your picture. Right. But I know that that person looks like me in a way right and i see oh and that, that person, person gets the most views too and they do and they get the most views and i i look at that and i go okay i don't want to do that to get the views how do i stay consistent how do i do this and feel genuine payoff as i promote myself and, and the beautiful thing that i'm trying to get across to frank every day is that you don't have to be visually appealing and beautiful and like the best content on on instagram be real if you be your real nerdy self 
People love that. All the other nerdy people who like the nerdy stuff you like will literally just follow you. Yeah, and that's why we do the podcast. Yeah. yeah. That's why I mean, I'm like, yes, hands down, the greatest decision I made social uh, social media-wise ever. Yeah. You know, and my Instagram could disappear. My Facebook could disappear, but I need them as like ways to feed then my podcast, which is my real self. Yeah, there are platforms to tell your story and connect. And I know for me... Uh, and some of you guys listen to this, maybe you've gone through this is like, it's so liberating when you kind of get rid of that mask or that avatar of what you, uh, what you're not and become who you are, who you really need to be. Cause it's not like that backpack behind you is like, well, I gotta be this way, this way. No, this is me. And you like me, you don't, I, I can't control if you like me or not. My goal is to be likable, but not, uh, not to get you to like me or not. I think the easiest way to see if the person you're following is real or fake in, in air quotes, real or fake is if they're fake, everything they post will be picture perfect to their Instagram stories, to their posts. If they're real, they'll be laughing, making fun of themselves. Booger coming you out. Booger coming out and be like, oh my God, look at this. Like, <laughs> this is a keeper. Just really funny stuff that's open and real because we are all the same species. We yeah. all, you know, we all do the same weird stuff that the other person does, but one person might not show it and think, oh, I'm better than that. Mm-hmm. I don't do that. My pictures are perfect. Like, no, no, that not. Okay. Yeah. You're a human. No. You Stop fart. being behind a screen. When you fart, you, fart. you smell it and you laugh. <laughs> and you like that happens. Just come on. Let us know. Uh, so man. like you were saying about, you know, cleaning through your Instagram, go through it. And the people who are just picture perfect, fake, always traveling. I know a girl, I'm not going to say her name, but she saves uh, pictures f- from other times f- the, of travel to post them and make it look like she's always doing something really cool. And yeah. she's freaking famous because of it famous and i'll see the picture and be like you are freaking home i know you're home you're not there <laughs> i but, see your car parked outside <laughs> <laughs> oh dude it's so stressful but it's like fake because no, then, I... then you're you hate your job you hate your life right and you're sitting on social media and it's just like yep. look at all these people doing amazing things but in reality they're not and it's just yeah. false i think i told you, you call it phantom success yeah yeah but it That's works it though is. is the thing nowadays it works she's very successful yeah. very successful multi-millions yeah, I'm talking. And, and, and it's a balance you know with with being authentic being real because you're you're the one who has to go home with yourself it, at the end of the day it's what you want to see and mm-hmm. who you want to be 100 you know? percent. there's going to be that community for people who just like seeing all this fake pictures and fake content there's going to always be that community it makes a lot of money yeah 100 and you know and this is awesome this is good stuff you know and i really appreciate you guys you know coming here what have been your biggest lessons of life um we'll go through you know each of you guys um, biggest lessons and some of your biggest people that have impacted you in your life, would you say? Oh yeah. Um, one being, uh, one that I, I recently endured, um, when looking for validation for yourself, like when you're trying to validate yourself, not looking for validation externally, but internally trying to achieve something within yourself, don't go and seek it in somebody else. And that be your partner or the person that you're dating, right. Or you're married to. If they embody something that you envy or wish you could be or possess that quality or that character trait, it will not come out to be a positive outcome. You will not get the outcome that you're looking for. For me, I remember our ex, there was something about her that had this like star quality and this athlete kind of persona. And there's something about that that was very attractive to me, but I always wanted to be it myself. I always wanted something to do with that, right? So I came so far. Important, but I wanted to physically represent what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like 
a bodybuilder who could do flips and do like acrobatics and do all these cool things and be like the ultimate Superman, right? Mm. And that's what I thought I wanted in myself. So I thought dating somebody like that would help me be more that person. And I realized that that is extremely empty and that you have to source everything yep. yourself because the second our relationship that's ended, so powerful. the second our relationship ended, I encountered every single thing that I wanted to do in my life head on. I looked at it and said, that's what you want. You want to do that? Okay. So now practice it. Go to the place where that happens the most, the most concentrated that occurs. Go there, learn it, embody it, live it, be it. Don't try to just inherit it through a relationship. Maybe this will help me. It happened with both of my ex-girlfriends. They embodied something that I wanted to be more charismatic, more outgoing, and I just never had it in me. But once I, I ended that, I went out on my own and did the things that I, I seeked in other people and then became that. And now I realize that there's nothing that you could get from other people. You have to just attract other people with who you are yep. instead of trying to attract other people so that you could complete yourself. Yeah, figure out what makes you a magnet. You know, and yeah. self-discovering. But you don't notice it. You don't notice it. Because I know exactly the way that I was thinking prior to that. Yeah. Prior to the relationship. That's good stuff. That's and I didn't know it until after. That's very powerful. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate you sharing that. What about you, Justin? Can you repeat the question? Biggest um, <laughs> biggest lessons yes, of I your of your your young life oh. that you've learned and who's been some of your biggest impacts? Okay. So the biggest lesson, which is actually still something that I'm working on, is doing things that you're not comfortable with. And what happens to be my... So the point is, you know, you don't like doing something and you just push it to the side. No, you need to grow as a person, right? And that involves you taking charge and doing something you don't like. And for me, it's not that I don't like it, but I just never fit time for it. And I'll be brutally honest with myself. I'll tell myself this and I'll even put it as I'm doing right now on air. Like I'm just being honest. Uh, I'm not good at family time. I'm not good at reaching out to my family overseas and staying in touch or or just keeping in touch with the, the uncles and aunts who live here. You know, it'll be, it's, it'll, it's a year since I've seen some of them and I, it has nothing to do with like my progress in the business, but it is part of my life and it's part of everyone's life. We all have family. And for me, my toughest part, because I look at what's hardest for me to do and I try and fix that and I'm still kind of, you know, battling with, but you're aware of that. That's exactly the point. That's the key. The point is being aware of what you're not good at and tackling it, even if it's really hard and a really slow process. Yeah. When you say not good at, what do you mean? You mean that they're getting in the way of you doing what you want? No, no, not at all. I'm just not good at, you know, those families like expressing yourself. No, not even, you know, those families where everybody is good with each other's business and we all know what uncle Jeff is doing and everyone's, mm -hmm. and we all get together all the time and it's a family and there's events and dude, I'm not like that. And yeah, same. No, I'm totally, no, I'm not, that's yeah, you asking. too. No, I know yeah, you too. Um, and for me, I, I value that. Like one of my goals in life for the future is to have a really good family. A tight, I mean like children, wife and everything. And, and one day I sat back and I'm like, how can I want such a big family? Like I want this father, I want to be this father figure, but I'm not even willing to, to make that now. Here's the answer. So I was like, Here's I need to, answer. I yeah. got it for you because this is what oh, I yeah? went through. Almighty yeah. Frank is the, the only reason Let's why hear it. <laughs> I was exactly who you were. I was the alien. I was the black sheep of my family. And my father was such a superior male figure in my life that I couldn't. And, and I'm following in that footstep where I feel like I want to be the, the, uh, I want to be the force around the people around me and help be the positive. You're the go-to person. Yeah. I'd love to do that, but I couldn't do that because I was always shadowed by my father. Right. And since I was shadowed by somebody and I knew that I didn't have 
more answers than he did. I just suppressed it completely. And I said, well, I don't apply to any yeah, of I didn't. I don't have that exact and issue. And then having but... it. All right. So then having my nieces who are smaller than me, younger than me, just clearly almost like my kids. That's where I feel like I have that power and I have the ability to disseminate information and to try to help lead. And that finally opened it for me. That yeah. valve opened. And, and when I I'm think... around my family, I still get like that. Like, I don't really have much to provide here. This isn't, you know. Yeah, no, I don't no. see. I don't see a need for me. Why should I go to this family event? This is irrelevant. And this may be a little bit like off topic or not, but it's like you need to plant yourself where there's fertile soil and where you can cultivate, right? And that could be mm-hmm. in a certain part of your family or or your environment, right? I know that I don't try to give advice to somebody that's like putting seed on concrete. Of course, uh, I always ask for permission. And if that permission, it's the other day when I was talking to you guys, I was giving you guys some advice. My brother's taking notes. And I love him. He's an amazing guy, just good person. And I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, I'm taking notes of what you're saying. I'm like, why? He's like, because it's good stuff, you know? But I, he, a lot of times you just got to go out there, like I said before, let your feet be louder than your tongue. Let your success be the, the way, you know, the, the way that you silence, you know, others that maybe didn't believe. And you don't do it to prove them wrong. You just do it because it's for you. Because when you do it for the wrong, it's the wrong reason, right? Tom Brady doesn't win championships to win for, for the haters. He just does it because he just wants to win, you know, for his family, right? And, um, but I think that's so, that's so true and so powerful, you know, with what you said, Justin, and just, uh, wanting to be that go-to person. And Frank, you saying as well, you know, for the family, it's it's looking at your weak spots and and tackling them. So for me, that was mine, you know, that I'm still trying to work on. Yeah. And it's every day. I mean, I work, you know, the seven rocks of life. I say right in the beginning, there's no perfect time. Oh yeah. One of the rocks, one of the rocks is family, right? Oh yeah. It's, you know, your spiritual, your relationships, your, your, um, relationships, which is family. Family. And you know what family stands for? I I said it on another podcast is forget about me. I love you. (laughs) That's cute. That's family. Forget about me. I love you. (laughs) And I just don't accept, you know, it's like, oh, you're fighting. I still love you. You hate me. I don't like, I love you. Oh yeah. No, that's how all family works. You can fight and then it'd be good the next day. Yeah. And it's nice. Like, I don't want to, life is too fragile. And I think sometimes we don't realize how fragile life is. Mm -hmm. And when you understand that, I end my book with a timepiece and how, if we had like, imagine if we had a glass with the sand on top and the sand on the bottom and it showed you how much sand, how much life you have left. The bottom is how much life is gone. And if we all had our own like glasses around us, we would look at our life differently. I, I'm a hundred percent. That happened to me recently. It's like, I'm on four five, six hours of sleep. Cause I'm like, when I heard two things, I heard two things that changed my life was, is that there's two days that you die. The day that you die in flesh, the day that you die in, uh, in, in spirit where you never, um, you never give anything to the universe. What did you leave? People forget your name. I'm yeah. like, I'm like, wow. And then at the end of the day, it's like, what do you, you know, God's gift to us is life. What we do with this life is our gift back to the universe. So what are your gifts? What are you giving? And when you find your gift and you find anything, I think you guys have definitely found your gift and identities. Now it's like life begins. Life is liberating and it's exciting, you know? So um, two more things and we're done. Um, good stuff, guys. I, I learned, you know, I, this, is, this is not for you guys, audience. I'm learning. Listen to these two, uh, Justin and Frank. They are ahead of their game with their age without a doubt. Um, so you have some projects coming up, you know, I know we can get into detail, but kind of just give a little uh, little share of some of the projects and Things you're doing. Yeah, so I mean, like a lot of things that we kind of touched on in this interview so far. Um, it's really a health, wellness, nutrition-focused mentorship. Um, kind of giving people the Well, hold on. I want to backtrack, though. Backtrack. Um, when we, we're not just making a product to make a product. We're not just making a service to make a service. We stepped back and said, 
you know, how do we live our lives and what can, how can we show people the benefits of doing it like this, right? So with that, we created this step-by-step mentorship. Now that's, you know, I just want to. Yeah. No, of course it's a good preface. Yeah. So basically creating this, this, hold on, this mentorship, right? And that basically shows you how easy it is, how simple it is, right? To do little easy tasks that all accumulate to this one giant life-changing approach um, and then it takes time so the equation is your effort multiplied by time at that mm-hmm. point right yep. and it compounds like interest like a financial uh, planner would look at their future they say well if you take this ten thousand dollars in the next year it could actually accumulate to be you know twenty five thousand um, dollars but you're not going to get that t- tomorrow it's going to happen at the end of the year so we have that same concept it's basically small steps in very in-depth videos explaining what you should be doing how often you should be doing that one thing and then what you need to do in order to implement it and then repeat yeah. over yeah. a course well, of a cause bunch of different most things are hey swipe up here sign up for my 30-day weight loss you know package and in reality yeah. okay your 30-day weight loss package is not real you don't actually see significant weight loss and benefits in 30 days and you're not going to learn anything right you need to not change your one month out of your entire life you need to change your lifestyle and lifestyle changes doesn't happen quick, right? They do not happen quick at all. Even for, for us, like we're fit, but if we change something in our lifestyle, a habit, if we try and change a habit, it's a stressor. Yep. It's a stressor to us. So for someone trying to lose weight or be more fit, whatever it may be, you need to take that really slow. So we're not trying to sell you this 30 day, you know, get shredded in 30 real. days. No, that's not real at all. It's, it's face. Not, it's, just, um, it's, it's marketing. Not long, it's not lasting. It's clickbait. It's beautiful clickbait because you're like, yeah. oh, wow, 30 days and I could get all this gone and be good. No. Sign me up. Not at all. That is fake as anything that could, it is fake, right? Yeah. So this is like Frank said, this that's is very good. small steps where throughout the course of months, you're going to learn the small lifestyle changes you need to have a whole lifetime of health and fitness. Not just the summer when I need to be in my bikini. Not just duct taped. No, it's exactly. Build it from the it's, inside it's, out. it's the real education. That's of, awesome. Of, yeah. And then on top, that's one part. And then the other part is this uh, supplement that we're making. I don't like to use the word so, supplement. As I say it. It, uh, it is. It is. It is by yeah. definition a supplement, but it it's a uh, controversial, uh, to keep it the least, controversial plant. It's um, a holistic, very holistic. I mean, yeah, I know we haven't talked about too. it at all, but Frank and I, we're very uh, organic and holistic. If, if yeah, so yeah, it's basically it's wanna, it's a uh, it's a plant of the coffee family. Um, it has an alkaloid, same thing that what caffeine is or theobromine and dark chocolate. Everybody feels like an up boost in their mood. Yeah. Um, it contains one of those. Um, and we're not going to disclose of it yet. We're going to wait until yeah. all the uh, that's exciting. All and the, with yeah, the subscription the base and the companies but it's a, and yeah, all yeah, that, it's a very holistic but approach it, to um, having a better mood and a better mind. Yeah, better than uh, without all the, the process stuff that we take as pills. Yeah, without the upper or the crashing or the addictiveness mm-hmm. of other yeah of other materials. Well, I look at Starbucks coffee. I know there's special like That's drugs in Starbucks because there's oh people that are in line to get. There's a just a high and... concentration of caffeine, yeah. and that is the drug. Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, the artificial Even sweeteners more. and everything yeah. combined yeah. with the flavor. Now I'm excited. Just... Where where can people find you, guys? Uh, so for me, for Frank, you can find me on Instagram at. Frank underscore Puglisi. That's P-U-G-L-I-E-S-E. And on Facebook, Frank Puglisi. I'm going to go ahead and put the podcast and first. Instead, the, of, instead of saying my name, it's Young... We, <laughs> I'm totally go kidding. For it. Yeah, and you, got a great, you guys got a great podcast. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, awesome. Young Minds Podcast 
on Spotify, Apple iTunes, iTunes app, uh, Stitcher if you have an Android. We're on YouTube too if you want to see our beautiful studio. Um, and then it's Young Minds Podcast on Instagram, Young Minds Podcast on Facebook. YoungMindsPodcast.com. Oh, yeah. We have a website. That's how. Yeah, yep. we do. Right. <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that's awesome. Yeah, and yeah then definitely I'm just, follow them, guys. I'm just Just Romano there it with is. an underscore. So how do you spell that? Just Romano. Like the Pecorino Romano. The Romano. R-O-M-A-N-O. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm so excited for you guys. And um, just, uh, yeah, definitely follow their journey, guys. Without a doubt, they are just uh, crushing, you know, the, the marketplace and the fitness world and uh, mentorship and just combining to become better. And that's what this is all about. Um, and we, we ended always with this, right? And you guys, do you know the question or no? What? No. You, oh, you, you don't know about this? All right. No. So I asked one question before we wrap it up. And this is the end all be all. Then we're done. Ready? Okay. So I'm nervous. You should be because it's a, it's a good question. I'm going to leave. Ready? Don't you leave. The door is locked. <laughs> so Imagine, Is it? <laughs> maybe. Uh, <laughs> so if you had a billboard that the whole world would see, what would your message be for the world? <laughs> their faces i gotta commit to this so i gotta yeah this I gotta, is this i'm gonna say it one more time because it's gonna depend on my mood too all right yeah. i might want to be funny if i'm on caffeine no so if, you know if you had a billboard for the whole world to see what would your message be to the world it would be so cliche it would... at some point you are going to die mm. and why why that message because if you have something that's bothering you or is on your mind and you know that inevitably if you don't attack that thing, mm. you are going to live a life of regret and then you die. So you either live the life of regret and die or you die trying to live the life without regret. Wow. I just got goosebumps. We're, we're a team. We're the Young Minds team. So I'm going to go ahead and submit that <laughs> answer with him. But I want to hear from you. Say it in the mic. Oh, what is your shit. message? Uh, as I forget it, one day you're going to die. And why? <laughs> so happens you lead off home run right yeah why for you though because i i want to hear that that was awesome but why for you why that message well because a lot of people uh definitely feel stressed about something but it's so minute so small to the big picture of of you know one day we will death is upon all of us yep and if, if you if you have that in the back of your head throughout life little things that will stress you out won't and you'll focus on the good things. And mm. I think if everyone thought that way, we would definitely have a more loving world. 100%. Easily. What's what's the universe's favorite law? Love, Love always wins. There you go. Guys, thank you so much for coming. You guys rock. I really enjoyed this a lot. Um, I got goosebumps a couple of times just from your guys' stories. And, um, no, that just, was my foot. That, <laughs> uh, these guys are great. You got to have fun along the journey. So thank you guys for, for coming and enjoying the, the podcast. Not Seven yet. Rock Life Nation signing out. Have an awesome day. And you guys rock. Yeah, Bye. buddy. We love you.